You're on Earth Tribe Radio. Hi, Fiona. Hey, Jill. This is Jill. So we were. I, I want to encourage young performers who have um, decided to make acting or singing their careers, and they start. They have an interview or an audition, and I think even though. I had gone to the Royal Academy of Dramatic Art, or RADA as, as it's known, um, through all the, the classes that I had there, there was not one on enjoying <laughs> your audition, or your audition, <laughs> or enjoying your interview. And I had an experience once where I was asked to audition for this play, uh, it was going to be Romeo and Juliet, and I'd already mm. played Juliet a number of times. I thought, I don't want to do this. And I thought, well, I'm just going to go and enjoy myself. Oh, my mm. gosh. That was the best thing. I I took a character out of a, uh, a William Congreve um, way of the world, you know, 18th century farce sort of thing, and I... I, I I, I chose to play a character who was in her 80s, uh, wanting to be sexually active. It was hysterical. And I thought, I've always wanted to play this, but, you know, I'm 19. I'm not going to be cast in this, so I'm going to take this role and do this. Well, of course, I got the part of Julia. So um, I think the key is, is to really find something that you really Enjoy. Mm. Uh, let that enjoyment and that um, sparkle come out in you in either choosing a piece that brings you joy. Um, I know when I auditioned for RADA, there were oh, hundreds and hundreds of people auditioning for what was actually eight places, Gosh. which had to be divided up to four boys and three girls, or four and four. Um, and I realized, oh, this is so important. You have to have three pieces, Shakespeare and Shakespeare and stuff. And I thought, okay, i got to do two Shakespeare places and a modern piece. And I bet you they're all doing the dramas, the heavy dramas to, to show how, how dramatic they are. I thought, you know what? I'm going to do the comedy. <laughs> you know, and, and it worked. I got in. How did uh, I get in? I don't know. I was doing comedy. Um, and then, of course, once I got to Rada, that's what I wanted to do was comedy. And they said, no, 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 you're, a, you're an ingenue. You have to do Juliet. You have to do this. But anyway, so I had to wade through that before I could get into. But I, it's really important for the young people, and especially if you haven't had any training and you're going out on your, your own without a support system of a you know a lot of training is to really enjoy your audition or your interview if you're having an interview um oh there's so much i could tell you about that but enjoy enjoy you're going to be asked a lot of questions about yourself um and you can return it and you could return the question with yeah and what 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 did you do when you were my age? What would you do in my situation? What would you do? So you th- you're throwing a question back at them, and then you, you're, you're developing a relationship with that person, you mm. know, um, who's, who might be interviewing you. I remember meeting in the, the, the late, great Michael White, who was casting for something, and I always used to say, 
don't show me just the pages of the dialogue in the scenes or my character. I want to see the whole. Hmm. And we had this wonderful thing where I went in to see him, and I'd, he'd sent me the script, and I said, no, 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 you don't want me. I'll tell you who you want, who would be really great in this. We spent maybe an hour and a half discussing the production and became really good friends mm. after that. You know, I didn't get the part. I'd, you know, I'd suggested somebody else. <laughs> well, but at the same time, you're developing a relationship. You're enjoying it. it, it he would never forget me after that. Yeah, yes, you know? he'd always been this man. So, uh, it's the same thing with casting. When you're called into casting directors, talk to them about what they think, what they, what knowledge they could import to, to you, because they'll remember you for asking that question. Mm, that's an interesting one. You know? And yeah. then they'll remember, oh, you know, I was talking to so-and-so. Now I'm casting this, and she's or he's right for this part, I'm going to go get them back in again. Great. You yeah, because in all the auditions I did, I was absolutely terrified. You know, I had a color tourist, so... Um, standing, even though I sang in the festival theatre, it was 2,000-seat theatre, um, with the Festival Trust and with the South Australian Opera. And it was um, it was when I went out there to do an audition for something, it was just, you know, three people sitting in the middle of the oh, thing. I know. And then it was, like, it was like shaking at my knees, and, you know, you have to hit the top, or whatever top yeah. note, which is really high. I did it, but I, I wasn't able to shine the way I would have been if I'd gone in and second a time like I know now and as we said in the last one just say to the, yourself these people love me they just don't know it yet yeah. and feel my feet I am enough yeah, it doesn't exactly. matter what happens here it doesn't make me better or worse no. because um, I think that was a great hold up in my career I didn't have the backing like you did of wonderful yeah. Rada which is so strong and there's another element here let's go back to the 60s and so any of you who most of you who were not born then, um, <laughs> the, when the Beatles first came, you, you can Google them or Facebook them. I think everybody still knows the, the Beatles. Thing, the thing about them which was different than everything else, which just opened everybody, they had fun doing they it. They really They did. didn't take themselves seriously to be. They had fun, and it and it shared it everywhere else. And it just, they made everybody so happy. So... That's a lesson we could learn from way back in the 60s. Enjoy what you're doing. Enjoy the interview. Enjoy the audition. Even for yourself, if you think that this isn't going to work, I'm not right for this or they're going to turn me away from this, choose something that you would have loved to have done anyway so that you get to show the gift of who you are. You know, that's so wonderful. Thank you, Jill. You're welcome. <laughs> so we're we're continuing our, our talk on auditions and interviews. Um, and so I also want to say that even if, it, if it's an interview just for a job, take this into account, too. It's not the interview specifically for television or movies or a, a or stage role <laughs> it's, uh, or an audition. But I think one of the most important things is um, there, the people who are going to choose who gets the job or the, you know, they're going to look for something unique and different than everybody else. So it's really important 
to um, get yourself in the in the proper state of mind where you are grounded and you are earthed and you have a uh, bring your bring yourself up to the the gift of who you are. Yeah, sorry. No, no, that's that's what I was going to say because that's what's going to win over in the end rather than you trying to fit into a mold that they see a hundred times. And yeah, I, I totally agree because if you're trying to fit into the mold, then what you end up doing is missing you so they don't get to see you. No, exactly. They get to see a pretend yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. And, and people who interview people a lot become very aware of that. Mm-hmm. When the real substantive you comes out, even no matter what it is, I think it's going to be more impactful than it is if you're pretending to be what they want. Mm-hmm. Exactly, exactly. So even don't, you know, usually if you're going in for a stage or film or t- television audition, um, you will be told what it is that they're looking for. What it is they're looking for is a general outline. So, you know, uh, if it's for example, if it's a female role that's going to be cast maybe as a nurse, I promise you, you don't have to go in with a nurse's uniform on, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, it is just remembering that if you are a nurse, you uh, a, a nurse would care for others. They'd be aware of other people, the things around them, how to help people. So there's an awareness about anybody in the medical profession. So when you're thinking about your audition or your interview, find that piece of, of you, that inside you, that you can bring to the forefront that somebody would say, well, she's in jeans and a motorcycle jacket, but boy, she's got the, the feel for it. That's what we want. So... Be yourself. Bring yourself to the audition. I did an audition once for the Adelaide Festival Trust when I was in my early 20s. And it was about 100 degrees. And in those days, long skirts were very popular. So I was in this long skirt and this... Mini skirts. Mini, yeah. <laughs> and a long, kind of not a long top, but not a light top. And I couldn't find the entrance to the to the little theater in the big... The big theater was a 2,000 feet, feet, feet um, seat. And I, had, I ran around twice around this huge... Complex. By the time I got there, I was red and sweaty, and <laughs> and as soon as I got there, they said, "You know, you're up. That you're the next one up." I hardly had time to breathe. I kind of stumbled down the stairs because it was dark. You know, I kept forgetting. I, I was so 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 nervous at that time, but probably the maybe the running around helped a bit. But I kept on stopping and starting. But I guess they could see enough of me that they wanted me. He yeah. came down, he put his hand on my shoulder and said, never mind, never mind, we're going to take you. Oh, nice. <laughs> but uh, so, you know, and maybe that helped me. Maybe running around the, the, the huge complex might have helped me because maybe I would have been even more, I would have been less genuine. Well, here's another example that, pr- that picks up that point that you just made. Um, so a young lad... Uh, that I knew took his driver's test for the first time and uh, failed. So they had to find somewhere where he could take it again within a couple of days. And they got to the place 
And they said, oh, we didn't. We don't have you booked in. But actually, he's available right now. Get in the car and they can do it right now. And uh, the mother said, oh, but no, we need time to sit and think about it and maybe drive around. She said, then you have to book another. So she called me and said, what do I do? I said, put him in the car. Let him go take. Because, you know, all when you when you get to the moment, you want to forget all the work that you've done preparing for this or how you've uh, worked yourself into this this role or this part. And then when you get there, forget it. Just forget everything because you've already done the work. And then it, it'll be so spontaneous and, and it'll really show a part of you. And so what are some... And of he passed, by the way. Yay. Yay. No what problem. are some of the little tips that you would get? Like you're standing there and you know usually there's a bunch of people waiting there with scripts or with scores or with something that they're... or just with, you know, for themselves for an interview. What did, would you suggest that people do before, while they're waiting, which is the most scary part in a sense? Like? Um, I would... Uh, Okay, what I would do now is probably not quite what I did then, uh-huh. <laughs> being my, you know, my 18-year-old self or 20-year-old self. Um, I would sit there and watch everybody, look at everybody else surreptitiously, but I'd be comparing myself to yeah. them. When you were 18, you mean? When I was uh-huh. 18, that's, that's a, she's prettier than I am or he's whatever, you know. Um, now, uh, you know, looking back, on all that, and with the experience that all these years have have brought me, I would sit there uh, with my eyes closed. I would meditate. I'd drop my shoulders, take a deep breath, go soft belly, release the tension in your stomach, drop your shoulders, close my eyes, and then say, "I can do this. This is going to be fine. Have fun." This is the main thing. Enjoy the audition. Enjoy the interview. And I think I've said before, if it's just an interview, and not you, you don't have to get on the stage or in front of a camera, even if it's a job interview, you ask questions too. How did you how did you find this movie? What an amazing movie or what an interesting play you would ask. How did you find this one? That engages them with you. Nobody else will sit and talk with them. They just do their bit and leave. Well, they're so scary when you're going up for an audition oh, yeah. usually for most of us. I don't know if I told you this the last time, but it was oh, I think this was back in the 60s when Irving Lazar and Otto Preminger got into a fisticuffs and uh, I can't remember which one had their nose plastered over their face but I remember I had to go <laughs> meet Otto Preminger and I think I've talked about this and, and how he would set up a room to make you really anxious by the time you got there <laughs> um, and I noticed his face I said oh my goodness, what happened to you straight away? And my agent was freaking out because oh, you don't ask him that as auto parameter. But it started something, you know, it wasn't rude, you know. It would be weird not to mention it, you know. But it opened a space between the yeah. two of you. I think the difficult thing is when they're out there and they are the authority and you're in here and it makes this this, this huge space between you. So I, it, just because I might be repeating something that I said earlier, 
Uh, but in the case of Otto Preminger, it had never happened to me before, but it was some big uh, room in, in New York City. So the door was opened by the secretary, and the room was huge, and he was way over at the other end of it. So what he does is he stands up and puts his hand out as if to shake my hand, which would mean in order for me to get there, I'd have to run. And I thought, you know, I'm not doing that. I just said, hold it, I'll be right there. But acknowledging the fact that it was a huge room, and, you know, what can I say? It's, but there are, you know, maybe not so much now as they used to do in the old days, you know, going up for parts. Producers, directors would set things up to put you a little bit off guard. I don't know if they, that happens so much anymore. I don't know either. I mean, <clears throat> with singing auditions or opera auditions, they were way out there. In oh, the, yeah, in the, <clears throat> in the gods, in as the, they yeah, would say. And, and you know, it's a 2,000-seat theatre with three or two people right in the centre, and, yeah. and that was much worse than singing to a bunch yeah. of people. But I think that's very helpful, and just to know that they, they you, if you are you yeah. and you are genuine and you just present the best you can, it doesn't matter. Because if you don't get this one, you'll get another. Yeah, and don't be afraid. Have fun. That's that's what will bring you to the audition, to the interview, is enjoy it. You've done the work up to this point. Enjoy it. This is Earth Tribe Radio. www.earthtriberadio.com. And good luck.